Alright, so you saw the title of the video, so you know what it's about. Um, people, let, let me just say, let me start off this video by saying um, I fully support the protests that erupted from the death of George Floyd. I fully support um, reforming the way we police people in this country, across the country, especially in major cities. And uh, I think there's a lot of work to do in that respect. Um, I don't think rioting uh, or violence is a way to promote reform or induce change, at least not positive change or reform. Um, so there's been, I've seen this quoted a lot, okay, misquoted a lot. People are uh, misquoting and misrepresenting Martin Luther King, <clears throat> which is, as most people know, Martin Luther King was uh, a proponent of nonviolence. Um, that was his thing, nonviolence, as a means to um, create change and reform. And it worked. It worked really well. Um, not saying that there isn't a, a, a long way to go still and changes we need to make. But he made some drastic changes through peaceful protest. A lot of laws were enacted. Uh, civil rights were given um, and expanded upon. And they're still being expanded upon. Okay. That being said people are using this little uh, eight-word quote out of context, okay? They're saying that he said, um, a riot is the voice of the unheard. It's true. He did say that. He did say that. But people are using it to imply that he supported such things. Now, uh, what it actually was is he was acknowledging why riots happen. And I think it's horribly irresponsible to, um, to kind of use his name in vain. Okay. It, to use something that he said, taken out of context, um, to represent his beliefs when his beliefs were actually the exact opposite. So I pulled up an article here just so I'm not just talking out of my ass. Um, and I will say, before I even start, this is from the American Spectator, which is a, I believe, a right-leaning publication. So, don't just take this article's word for it. I would say look it up. The, the, the video of his interview that the quote is taken from on 60 Minutes, when he did an interview on 60 Minutes, is available on YouTube to watch. Um, and you can look up transcriptions of his speeches and that interview. So go see it for yourself. Don't just take my word or this article's word for it. But I do want to say um, a lot of people have been using this misquote, even major publications like um, the New York Times and um, USA Today and such. So let's just go through this article a little bit and read a little bit of what it's an idea of what I'm talking about. All right. It's inevitable that George Floyd's death would spark protests against police brutality and that mendacity 
would characterize the attendant media coverage. True to form, the press affected dismay when the demonstration devolved into violence, yet reported the riots with obvious approbation. The most obscene example of this was the widespread use in headlines and leads of an out-of-context Martin Luther King quote suggesting that the civil rights leader would have condoned riots. For example, ran a fe- uh, USA Today ran a feature story that's, that, that the title was A Riot is the Language of the Unheard. Martin Luther King's powerful quote resonates in George Floyd, amid George Floyd protests. Unquote. This grotesque misrepresentation of Dr. King's views is only possible by cynically cherry-picking eight words from a 1966 interview during which he repeatedly, repeatedly, that's me added that second repeatedly, emphasized that violence was counterproductive to the progress of the civil rights movement. Mike Wallace interviewed him for CBS reports on September 27, 1966, and the primary topic of discussion involved divisions within the movement concerning overall strategy. The myth that King had somehow endorsed violence went mainstream in 2013 when 60 Minutes Rewind posted a clip from the Wallace interview and irresponsibly titled it using the same out-of-context quote. The interview transcript begins with this unambiguous statement. King says, I will never change in my basic idea that nonviolence is the most potent weapon against uh, uh, available to the Negro in his struggle for freedom and justice. I think for the Negro to turn to violence would be both impractical and immoral. So that is how he felt about violence. Okay. The article goes on, It's pretty difficult to find anything resembling support for street violence or riots in this statement, but a subsequent question about the black power movement persuaded Dr. King to explain the impetus of the numerous 1966 riots. He cited the growing frustration caused by the absence of progress on basic civil rights for black people in general. King obviously understood that much of the community was growing very impatient. He also knew that most owners of property burned and businesses ruined during riots were owned by black people, defeating and socially destructive, and insisted that nonviolence was the best course to follow. Mike Wallace says to him, there's an increasingly vocal minority who disagree totally with your tactics, Dr. King. King responds, There's no doubt about that. I will agree that there is a group in our community advocating violence now. I happen to feel that this group represents a numerical minority. Surveys have revealed this. The vast majority of Negroes still feel that the best way to deal with the dilemma that we face in this country is through non-violent resistance. And I don't think this vocal group will be able to make a real dent in the Negro community in terms of swaying 22 million Negroes to this particular point of view. I contend that the cry of black power is at bottom, a reaction to the reluctance of white power to make the kind of changes necessary to make justice a reality for black people. I think that we've got to see, this is, this is the part that's mis- that, you know, taken out of context. I think that we've got to see that a riot is, a, is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America has failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the economic plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the last few years. Okay, back to the article, the guy who's writing the article. The media have dishonestly plucked the highlighted fragment from this 
175-word answer to create this false impression that Dr. King somehow viewed violence as a legitimate weapon in the fight for justice. In reality, there is no honest way to arrive at this conclusion when those eight words are read in their proper context. USA Today um, is not alone in the misuse of this fragment. CNN also uses the same eight words for the title of a um, segment that begins with deceptively edited clip from King's 1967 speech entitled The Other America, in which he discusses riots much as he did most of the speech, including the following. This is Dr. King from the speech. Let me say, as I've always said, and I will always continue to say that riots are socially destructive and self-defeating. I'm still convinced that nonviolence is the most potent weapon available to oppressed people in their struggle for freedom and justice. I feel that violence will only create more social problems than they will solve. That in a real that in a real sense is impractical impracticable <laughs> impracticable for the Negro to even think of mounting a violent revolution in the United States. So I will continue to condemn riots and continue to say to my brothers and sisters that this is not the way. So let's go on here and see if they have any more. So it's clear here that um, this quote was taken far out of context. It was taken from a short point. Him saying that riots are the voice of the unheard was clearly, it, it's him acknowledging that that's why this is happening. That's why riots are happening. It's not him condoning it or promoting it in any way whatsoever. It's him saying like, hey, this, this kind of action is kind of inevitable. But he also says that it's counterproductive to actually making the changes and reforms necessary. Um, see, this article also has a... I think they talked to Dr. King's daughter. Yes, she says, I am saddened yet undaunted that a quote from my... Oh, it's his niece. My Uncle Martin is being taken out of context. Some people are calling this an endorsement of violence, but nothing could be further from the truth. Martin Luther King preached love, not hate, peace, not violence, universal brotherhood, not racism. So, that's what his niece had to say about it. And, um, anyway, that is kind of the point of this video, slash, is, uh, just... I keep hearing it. I keep hearing people still saying it. Yet yeah, this information is out there. I mean, the, the speeches are out there, the the, the interviews are out there. Um, it's all right there for people to see. So, I, I think that happens a lot in today's society, where people take a headline and run with it, like they don't actually read the whole article or they don't go and check um, where something was plucked from, especially a quote. It's really easy to take a snippet of what someone says and completely mischaracterize their stance on something. So just be aware of this type of thing. Because um, I, I first heard it back in uh, probably 2013, 2014, um, people using this quote, and I didn't go check. And I'm like, oh, he must have said that. He must have. I mean, they can't misquote him. Well, they didn't misquote him, but they did mischaracterize what he was actually saying and uh, take it severely out of context. So just be aware of that sort of thing. I see it a lot, people posting articles based on the headline and they'll um, attach a statement to it that it 
makes it obvious that they didn't read the article because if you actually go and read the article and get all the, you know, um, the details of it, a lot of times it's counter to what the, the headline says. So just be aware of this sort of thing. And it happens on both sides of the aisle. It, it's we're at a point in this country where it's like the, the you know the the clicks and the views are all that matter, and so the headline may not at all represent what the article is saying. Um, they just want you to click on it, so be aware of that sort of thing. I, I had to learn that for myself. So, Anyway, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this uh, video slash podcast, please subscribe podcast, share it uh, if you feel so inclined, and if you like this sort of thing where I just kind of talk about what's on my mind, uh, subscribe for more because that's what I'm doing here trying to do a podcast every day and talk about something that uh that matters to me at that moment in time so thanks for listening slash watching and i'll see you next time see you tomorrow thanks